I'm Leandra. And this is Sasha. And we're here with a guest today, our friend Keon. Hi, guys. All right, let's get into it. Awesome. You already know how we do. We're going to start it off with our random question. Leandra, you ready? Ready. Keon, are you ready? Yes, let's do it. All right, bet. So for the random question today, what is the stupidest thing you've ever done? You could have done it out of your own free will because you're just like, I want to live life or you could have been dared by someone. So maybe you got money for it. Hopefully that's the case. Oh my God. Like all, all these options, like how I'm supposed to pick one. Uh... Well, since you're the guest, you can go first. Kian. The dumbest thing I've ever done. I mean, I feel like that happened a couple weeks ago where, oh my God, I'm about to expose myself, but like where I met up with this guy that I only met one time and I feel like this happens all the time, but went over to his place that ended up not even being his place. He was like, oh, I'm house sitting. But I didn't figure that out until like two hours into us hanging out. And I was just like, wait, who, whose place is this then? And then from there, it's like he had mad drugs. So I was like, oh, okay. So like a guy I only met one time in a place that's not even his place. Like who, who's, who, who lives here? Like are anybody, like are there people after them? So... Yeah, then I had this random panic attack, possibly fueled by drugs. I don't know. But yeah, one of the dumbest things. Let's just not just say drugs, Keon. Let's specify the type of drugs. Oh, specify? Ooh. Yeah, because it could be crack. Like, you know. Oh, no, 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 no. Like, um, it's not it's not the 70s no more. People don't do crack anymore, do they? Yes. Oh, man. Well, no, it was just something light, you know, a little lonely or something like that. Mm-hmm. I'm like <laughs> you said who you said Mary Sue um Molly oh uh, oh it's Molly okay her it was her okay it was, it was her it was her Sasha what's the dumbest thing you've ever done I want to start this off by saying I'm an incredibly bright person <laughs> <laughs> so I feel Damn. like I just feel like what I'm about to tell y'all y'all gonna start judging the sister and you're gonna start looking okay. at me some Sis, type of I way. was already judging you what Oh, no. So back in college, I did the cinnamon challenge. Oh, God. And I did it for funsies. It wasn't like someone paid me to do it. I was just like, hey, everyone's doing it. Let me do it, too. First of all, you did it on your own free will. No one even dared you. So Sasha tried to kill herself. You did it on your own free uh, will, right? Yeah. No one dared you. No. So Sasha was just real oh, bored and lonely no. in, co- in college, though? Like, not even in high school. Like, in college? My friends was there when I did it. Did they just look at you, or, or were they encouraging at least? Was at least some peer pressure? Not necessarily. They were just like, sis, oh, do God. you, but you, you, you're you not doing something wise. So they knew, like, everybody kind of knew you were doing something dumb, and you still... You still did it. At least mine was like some hoe shit. You know what I'm saying? Like some fun hoe shit. Like, oh, like, let's just see what happens. <laughs> but you literally choked yourself. Not in the good way. Like not somebody else choking you, which we know you like. But you choked yourself on some cinnamon for nothing. 
I'm dead, but you right. I, I like I said, I'm an incredibly bright person. Yeah, she has two um, master's degrees, guys, and this is what she does in her free time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, Sasha got a, a master's degree in criminal justice and in publishing and marketing. I need to know. I need. To, I just need to know what was in your right mind at the time. I was young. I was stupid. Bitch, you were in college. You were. You were technically a young adult. I yeah, was you said young. college, sis. You were not in high school. What is the excuse? What was the reason? <laughs> what was the reason, bitch? And I, there was no reason. I just said I want to do the cinnamon challenge, and I did it, and I threw up, and it was yes. unpleasant. So don't do that, kids. Well, the cinnamon challenge has been over for years now, so uh-huh. might come back you up. Know, you know, Sasha, TikTok you know is the Sasha thing. is kind of old, and you know she still don't know like what's hip and like what's played out. So like, give her, you know, give her the benefit of the doubt. Damn, damn, I love you. Already boo. come in. We just know you mature. Let's call her that mature. That um, mature? Leandra, <laughs> <laughs> what about you? Here's the thing: the dumbest thing I ever done. That's been my whole life. I I feel like I kind of know what it is. I've been the clumsiest, most accident-prone person you'll ever meet. <laughs> so my dumb shit isn't stuff I do on purpose. It's not like y'all, you know what I mean, where you purposely go wow. out with the intent of making mistakes. Right, disrespect. It was, I, I mean, it is what it is. It is what it is. But I don't go out with the intent of making mistakes. I go out with the intent of living my life like it's golden on some Jill Scott shit. And the mistakes happen to me. So, so wait, 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 wait. But when you had that little incident with your ear, like that, oh that didn't come to God. mind as the dumbest thing that you've ever done. Because to me, that's one of the dumbest things that could have happened to you. I feel like you should no, dive into actually, that. It's not. It's not. And we're not talking about that right now. We should dive into that. That's the dumbest thing that happened to you. We're not going to dive into that. Oh, my God. You know, I didn't even do it. Okay, fine, fine, fine. I would say it's the dumbest thing that's ever happened to me again. It I is, because that's never happened. happening to me. That's never happened to anybody. But go ahead. Shut up. Yes, I didn't go out. I didn't go out with the intent of, you know, like I said, I go out with the intent of living my life like it's golden, like some Jill Scott shit. I had a boyfriend at the time, mm. all right, and we were getting intimate, we were making out, and he was kissing my neck, and then it went up to my ear, and I didn't, say, I didn't say anything, because at the time, a lot of things were going on with the hands, I'm just saying like that, in case my mama listens to these podcast episodes. The hand was touching um, them little dangly parts, that's what she trying to say. Not in the back of my throat, no. No, 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 the dangly parts <laughs> down there. But go on, sis. Go ahead. Everybody. Go ahead. You just want to expose everybody. What am I on here for? You already knew what it was. So go ahead and tell (laughs) me what happened to the ear. And so, anyways, he, at the same time, you know, him doing other things, he was looking at my ear. And it felt good for a minute. And then he starts sucking on it. And then I was like, ugh, no. And I just, like, I smacked him because I was just like, get off my ear. Pause, pause, because she's not telling it right. His tongue went inside the ear canal. It, it, it didn't go on I the outside. Looked, I said he no, my you ear. said no, no, he no, licked not, your first ear. All, first of all, when I hear when I hear for you to tell my story, wait. To, wait <laughs> I want turn, you to tell guest. it right. I want you to tell wait, it right. Wait your turn, guest. Tell it anyway, right. 
I did tell her right. I said he looked inside. My, I said he, he. I said he looked my ear. You don't listen. Wait your turn. Guess inside the anyway, ear. Anyway, anyways, he's looking. My, he was looking my ear, and then he sucked on it like the whole ear. Like he put the whole ear in his mouth and sucked on it. And I told him to get off. And then <laughs> after that, I was. I couldn't hear out of one ear. <laughs> Jesus Christ and I actually had a and it was to a point where like I had to tell my mom I was like mom this one's wrong and she said what happened and so I told her what happened oh you told her and she told her I had to tell her because I couldn't hear anything. Ma, I can't hear out of this ear. You know, Jermaine. So what happened was I waited, I waited a few days. And then after a while, it, it, like after like three or four days, I still couldn't hear shit. So I was like, oh my God, I'm, I'm deaf. Like this nigga made me deaf. So being a crybaby and mama's girl that I am, I went to my mother. She's a nurse. She was, you know, she's a nurse. She got her nurse's license. She's an LPN. So I was like, maybe she can help me. And she laughed at me. Yeah. And then, and then I had, a, and then when I told my brother I couldn't hear, and he asked me why, and I told him, he laughed at me. <laughs> and the only reason why these two trifling assholes know <laughs> is because my brother couldn't keep his fucking mouth shut and had to tell them both. As friends, I feel like I. Feel Feel like that should have just been out in the open like it right, not off have. rip no off jump so the dumbest thing that has happened to me was that i couldn't hear for a week because my boyfriend sucked the shit out of my my ear and clogged it up right on that note <laughs> damn podcast <laughs> over now nah, then we this, just getting started this oh episode the episode five of black and bougie is about friendships my girl. Now nah, we can stop my ears starting to hurt. I was just playing. Whoever tried to do that harmony, stay in Kelly and Michelle's place. You know what I'm saying? Beyonce's here. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Keyonce is here. <laughs> Keyonce is here. <laughs> oh my God. I ain't even did nothing. Right? Questions for both of y'all. Mm hmm. Growing up, who was your childhood best friend? Well, I'll start it off. Okay. Um, my is funny. My I don't have. I wouldn't say I have a childhood best friend. My best friend came to me when I was six years old. Uh, love her to death. I remember the first day I really became friends. It was towards the end of sixth grade, and she was talking anime with another kid, and I was just like, I like anime too. And now, boom, what's it called? How many years later? I want to say 11, 11, 12, Ugh, math. We, she's still my best friend to this day. I text her for time to time, like, yo, are we going out to eat or not? Nah? Or can I come over to sleep and spend the night? And she's like, cool, yeah. But yeah, that's my my best friend, my oldest and longest best friend too. What about you, Keon? So growing up, I kind of had two childhood best friends. Um, my family's from New York, but we grew up, well, I grew up in Ohio, and we had an apartment at first, but then we moved into this house when I was maybe four, three or four years old, and the house next door to us, they had kids around the same age, and we grew up together, we went to school together at some point, 
Um, so yeah, I just kind of always had that built-in best friend. You know, I, I've known her for so long. I don't know how the friendship started. Like we have pictures playing with sticks as kids. Um, it's been that long. And also I did gymnastics. So there was this, um, there was this little white girl and you know, her mom had a similar, she was in a similar field as my mom, like healthcare. And from there, just us being in gymnastics together, traveling to like meets all around, you know, the country together, we became really close. But with that friend, we grew apart um, just because once we quit gymnastics, I mean, we weren't around each other as much. But we're Facebook friends now. But the other girl, the first girl that I mentioned, we still we talk to this day. We talk about everything. You know, we we talked about, you know, when we got our periods, you know, that was the girl I ran to, things like that. So, yeah. Um, my childhood best friend, her name was Ariana. Um, we stopped being best friends around, like, middle school. Um, and then, unfortunately, she grew up to be Ariana Grande. Um, nah, I'm just fucking with y'all. We know that. You can't be doing that. I'm gullible. I'm sitting here like... <laughs> Right. I was like, I thought we don't say names. She out here saying names and stuff like that. I knew it was a lie. (laughs) No, 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 no. Um, My childhood best friend, we we actually did stop being best friends um, after middle school. We just grew apart. But we were best friends for for like a short time Mm -hmm. in elementary, like all of elementary. And then middle school, we grew apart. Why? So that's it. There's no story. That's it. Oh. Okay, I was hoping like there would be some like tragic story. Like we grew apart, I, we went our separate ways, went to different cliques. You're just like, no, we just grew apart. Okay, next question. That's literally what you just did. She did. Yeah, that's like you guys have like, oh yeah, this is how I met them, and like, little, I don't remember when I met this girl. Um, I remember we were best friends in elementary school. We we were we were there for each other in elementary school. That's it. And then in middle school. You know, when you change schools, it's a whole different ball game. Okay. So then, so mm-hmm. who was your teenage, like in high school, best friend? Well, I'll go again. It was the same person. <laughs> so my school, the way it was set up, once you, <laughs> we started at sixth grade and we just went all the way up to twelve. So like I said, I didn't really have a childhood best friend, and that person became my best friend at sixth grade, and we stayed my breast friend <laughs> until from sixth grade until 12 and until now I do I've used best friend very loosely in a sense so I have two other best friends that one came from also where I met him towards the end of sixth grade the other one I met in seventh I didn't consider him my best friend until probably ninth grade and now look at us we're all just living our best lives and we come in it's like one of those things where even though we may not live in the same area we still come back to each other as if nothing had changed which is awesome that's nice that's really cool um my high school best friend was a guy um, it you know I changed it up. It was a guy. We stopped being best friends at the end of high school. We didn't grow apart. Um, something happened. So the same around the same time, my my grandmother died at at the end of my school year, senior year. But she didn't get to see me graduate because she died before I graduated. And so I was dealing with that. And I really like needed like a shoulder to like cry on and like be there for me. And he stopped talking to me actually. What? 
Yeah, he stopped talking to me um, because he was dealing with his aunt who he was close with had died. Oh, okay. So there was just like a lot going on all at once. Yeah, and I didn't know that because he just stopped talking to me. And because I really needed like someone to confide in and talk to, I was like, he like he literally ignored me. Wow. And the way he like the way he dealt with it was just not cool. And you, I was just like, Anthony, Anthony, la la la. And he would like ignore me. And I knew something was up when like he walked past me, and I was like, whoa. Wow. And so I went around telling people that we were no longer friends. Um, and then he when he came to me he's like you and I was like me and he was like well I can go back to ignore you and I said well you have been anyway but what's up and he was like you keep telling people we're not friends anymore and I said because you've been ignoring me he was like I was dealing with a lot he explained to me and I was like well you ignored me and he was like well I thought people like you know basically like we once had this conversation where I was like oh when people just ignore me I'm like forget it whatever and I was like you are my best friend I'm not gonna just forget it if you ignore me I'm gonna take that as like an insult Wow. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I meant regular, everyday motherfuckers I didn't care about. Right. Not my best, someone I consider my best friend. I saw him in the street after I graduated. He's still ignoring me. Uh, <laughs> what? Damn. So, I mean, that's fine. I mean, it's fine because at the end of the day, um, I'm going to be honest. Wow. I'm not going to say I was better than him, but I will say, like, I deserved better it's than okay. him. Especially, it's okay like, if you if were better than him. That's okay. I'd be better than bitches, too. No. <laughs> Listen, there are a lot of people in my life where I look back and I'm like, ooh, I was better than them. Why did I want to be their friend? But yeah. him, I, I'm, but him, I'm going to just say I was better than that situation because at the end of the day, like he thought it was acceptable to just ignore me instead of telling me I'm dealing with a lot. I need my space. Right. I mean, uh, it, I understand why you feel the way you do because I, I probably would too. But I also like as an adult, uh, ooh, it sounds disgusting saying that. I feel like I'm 16 in the head. But like as an adult, by age, I understand that people deal with grief differently um exactly i'm definitely the type to just shut down and block everybody out so but i he get wasn't it blocking everybody out he was talking to people oh, oh. no he just he just straight oh, up looked at you was like, like i don't like, yeah. exactly <laughs> he was still talking to us and i said to him i said if you oh. need a space whatever i said you would still talk to other people That's a game and he changer. was like yeah because and he was like he was like yeah i saw other people because they're Basically, he said they were less stressed and they weren't dealing with stuff. So they took his mind off of it. Oh, he's trying to say you stressful. Right. Basically. basically. He was supposed to be my prom date. Oh. And so that year we ended our friendship. Yeah. We like officially, we, we talked about it, officially ended it. We had a lo- really long talk. Ooh. And that was that. Okay. Well, for me... Okay, the first girl that I told you about in my last story who I grew up with, she was obviously, like, one of my friends throughout high school. But people who actually went to school with me, I met my first best friend my first day of freshman year, actually, at orientation. And we were super close friends, you know, throughout all four years. I mean, she kind of instructed me on how to use a tampon while I was in the stall. You know, she was like, girl, you know, push the flaps to the side and, you know, insert, you know, that was my friend. But we stayed friends throughout high school to the very, like, beginning of college. But she was white. I went to a Catholic school. Everybody there was mostly white. Very, very few people of color, period. Um, And this was around the time, like, the Black Lives Matter movement was, like, gaining strength you know, some steam and a lot of press was, you know, being directed towards these issues. 
and her dad was or is a police officer. And I just started to notice that she had some of these, you know, strange, problematic views, but she would talk to our mutual friends about them. And I would find out from our, our mutual friends, like what she was saying. Were they people of color or no, were they, they white? No, they were white. Um, they were white and they would come back to me and it was just like, okay, so you know what you're saying is kind of off. That's why you're not telling me your black friend. So that that ended. Um, she, I was still friends with her on Facebook just because, you know, I, I grew up with this girl. Um, she knew everything. So it was a, like, I was fine letting it go, but it was like, okay, she was kind of there in the background. But like, I, you know, this girl has so many surgeries. I popped up to the hospital after her surgeries. Like that was my friend. Like if you're my friend, I'm, I'm going to take care of you. But I had to let it go just because it's like, you can't have these beliefs where you think that people that look like my father or, you know, any of my other family members like deserve harm because of some inaccurate ass statistics and things like that. Like, no, but that was her and the other girl that I was best friends with in high school. I'm still friends with her now. I actually just visited her in D.C. two weeks ago. We met on the cross country team, no, on the track team and then the cross country team. And we've just been super, super close ever since. You know, she knows my trauma. I know her trauma. I was jealous when she got a boyfriend and, she you know, she stopped spending time with me in high school. But <laughs> I, I love her to death. Oh, that's so cute. All right. So I actually want to ask you guys, since you talked about this and I'm very interested, when do you realize it's time to give up a friendship? But now I want you to look at it as you got older. Have there been any friendships when you were older that you're just like, yeah, I don't got time for the foolishness. It is time to dip. So I, I can go first. I'll take this one. Um. I know it's time to go when talking to you feels like a chore. Um, I don't want to talk to you. When your name pops up on my phone, I'm like, oh, like I'll, I'll, I'll just get this later. You know what I mean? And just also as I've gotten older, you know, everybody's not on the same type of time. Like I'm trying to figure out, I'm trying to figure out my future. Like I'm trying to figure out what kind of jobs that I want. Like I need some financial freedom. There are a lot of things that I want to do. There are a lot of things that I want to see. You know, I'm very much in this go-getter mindset. Whereas there are people who actually I'm still friends with, which again, it's hard for me to let things go sometimes. But there are also some people that I have let go where it's just like, they're not about anything. You know what I mean? It's, we're young. You don't necessarily need to have everything figured out. I don't have everything figured out, so I wouldn't expect that from anybody else. But you just sitting here, like, smoking all the time, drinking, like, but what else? You know what I mean? Like, there has to be more to life. You're just sitting around, you're hanging out with people who aren't doing much, and it's just, like, you are who you surround yourself with. And if you're not about anything, like, what does that say about me? You're not motivating me. Talking to you is not fun because we we don't have anything to talk about. I can't even plan girls trips with you, you know, because you don't have any money. Like, come on. So that's when it's time to go. Just like we don't, we're not seeing eye to eye. What we want out of life is like different right now. And 
as an adult, you have to deal with a lot of BS and just negativity all the time, whether it's like from weird work relations or just, you know, being out in the world. You can't control those things and you don't choose those things, but you do choose your friends. So if I can choose to not be around something negative or just something that's not serving me in any way, like emotionally, it's time to sever ties. Mm, I feel you. Um, I know when it's time to end the friendship, when you... Your problems in life are more work than what I could emotionally provide. So all my friends, I, you know, make a point is to be emotionally there for them. You know, if I can hear them vent to me, you know, if they, they're they not, you know, mentally in the right place and they just want to talk about it, blah, blah, blah. But when your life is to the point where, like, I'm mentally not okay or emotionally not okay then it's time because you, you, you're affecting my life i got enough problems in my life i don't need the stress of yours too to be honest so can i say something about that mm-hmm. here's the thing we all have we all have stuff going on and i feel like that's also a boundaries thing that you need to set up like as the person dumping no, okay. no wait, wait wait but like as the person dumping onto their friends and also as the person receiving like i ask my friends before I just dump like are you in a good mind space like sort of depending on what I have to say and like what's bothering me because every like you said everybody's not always in a good mind space so you should be asking before you go and dump all of your stuff onto other people because they're not your therapist they are your friends and they're here for you but at the same time they're also a person going through things in their own lives so what I mean is like I understand what you're saying but what I mean is I'm always in a space to hear a friend and their problems but when your problems are bigger than like what I could possibly help you with or it's affecting my life in terms of like how my life is going like I you guys know this but I made a friend during before quarantine and I let this person stay on my couch or whatever and they I'm not gonna lie they ended up being more work friendship wise because of the issues they had and and I don't want to have to choose between my life and my friend so I want friendships where yes we're there for each other yes you could confide in me I could confide in you blah 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 but it's not to the point where I'm doing something crazy or you're doing something crazy or your life is too crazy or my life is too crazy where like it it affects each other's lies you know i i don't mind being there for someone but yes there are boundaries but i just certain things i'm just not going to deal with but i feel like that situation there definitely was a little bit of like a lack of boundaries and too much flexibility you know it well i lived with this person for three months two and a half almost three months jesus that long yeah, because it was the beginning of quarantine. Was that established? Like, like, was there, like, you're staying for this amount of time, or was it just, like, you can no, stay until... No, 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 no. I, no. It it wasn't, like, talked about or whatever, but after So, yeah, while, that was a problem. But, my, but, no, 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 I'm still going. But at the beginning of quarantine, my mom did talk to this person and say, like, basically, from the beginning, she basically said without saying it but she basically said i don't want anybody here who um is not gonna want to get up and do things for themselves so there was a boundary of like you have to at least get up and try to get back on your own two feet there was that boundary she got she said it over and over again and so because i i don't at the time i wasn't paying most of the rent she was i only just recently started paying half the rent um but because of certain circumstances that had happened i was just like no 
I don't want unhealthy people in my life. So I know when friendship is going bad when it's becoming unhealthy. Sasha? I don't know. In my case, I I'm more inclined to being in staying someone's friend before I re- like decide that okay this friendship isn't worth it because I'm always trying to see the good in people I also feel like no matter what I'm I always feel like I'm either the big sister or the mom in all my friend groups no matter what so it's very rare for me to feel that oh their problems are too much for me to handle I just listen and try to be an opening ear but in retrospect most of the people I consider friends they don't either they they confide in me but they do it respectfully like when Keon was saying she would say ask before she dumps anything on friends people don't ask me but I've never had someone say like call me at 3 a.m. in the morning being like, Sasha, I need to talk to you. No, I think I did that to you recently, Leandro. It was like 1 a.m. and I said, I need to talk to you. But most times if people want to talk or et cetera, et cetera, they just come to me directly. So I think I would have a hard time determining when to end a friendship because most of the people, yeah, most of the people I surround myself with, I try to surround myself. It's going to sound so elitist, but I try to surround myself with people who are the best, who are doing their best to be successful and who are trying it's rather than just right. being like, oh, let me surround myself with any, just about anybody. Right. I do have friends that I may not believe are trying hard enough in certain aspects, but they are still doing their thing. They also don't come to me for anything. So I respect that too. It's rather than like, let me handle this on my own. It's like, hey, Sasha, let me get a hand out. I need your help. No, they are trying on their own. And I respect that. Our paths might be different, but... I've learned to acknowledge that everyone path is different. We all take our own steps to reaching our goal or whatever we want to do. Right. But you said something I thought was very interesting and how you saw this person that stayed with you as a friend. How do you guys determine who's a friend, who's a best friend, who's an acquaintance? Like, how do you determine that? Oh, I'm bad at that. Well, I, yeah, I'm, I'm, see, the thing is, I, I know all of my, all of my friends always say, like, you make friends too easily. I really don't. I'm just nice to people. <laughs> um, I did, but I do determine if you're like my, only my friend, if, you know, I do feel like there's some connection, but I don't think you're a best friend. Like, I never thought this person was my best friend. I just thought this person was a, a friend because we did be, come like for the moment we met there was like this like emotional like connection uh, you know so with all my friendships it has to be like an emotional connection or a connection where I'm just like I see a little bit of me and you or you see a little bit of you and me where we see eye to eye on certain things best friends are like if I've been through like rough and tough shit with you (laughs) um like one of my oldest best friends, she lives in Florida. I've known her since 10th grade. She wasn't my best friend in high school, but she was just my friend. But like, since like we've been friends since like early adulthood, we've been through like a lot or we've seen each other go through a lot. You know what I mean? So that's how I determine. Keon? It's difficult because I feel like there are like so many levels to this question, you know? Like there's friends and then you have like your work friends and then there's like your school friends. And... I guess overall, like you said, friends are people who you have a connection with. Um, 
the conversation flows easily. Maybe you want to like make plans outside of wherever you guys have met each other. Um, And maybe an acquaintance is just someone who, I don't know, you talk to them when it's convenient. So, but maybe an acquaintance is a work friend that could transition into a real friend if you guys hang out outside of work. You know what I mean? Yeah, I was gonna say. I was gonna say that I consider work friends acquaintances until yeah, we just because you guys are you at know least go home together or something. Exactly. Like we go home on the train, we go get some food, something like that. Then it's like okay, now we're friends. But if we're just okay, you're at work. We're trying to pass the time. We both don't want to be here. Cool. We're acquaintances, but we know that outside of this, like we don't talk about anything that doesn't pertain to work. It's just like, hey, can you cover my shift or something like that? You know? Yeah. How do you determine a best friend? A best friend. I feel like that just has to do with the frequency of us talking and also what we talk about. You know what I mean? We talk about our family lives. We talk about our goals. We talk about things that bother us, mental health. You know, like the deep nitty gritty stuff that, you know, you would have a conversation about at 3 a.m. That is a best friend. They know the good, the bad, the ugly. Okay. Tasha, you didn't say. Oh, well, um... With me, I'm very weary. I, well, I categorize, (laughs) it's going to sound bad. I categorize my friends. Um, For everyone that knows, me and Leandro started off as work friends and transitioned into friend friends. And I will even go as far as to say she is one of my best friends. And I'm very loose with who I put as my best friend, but I use acquaintance heavily. So I'm an acquaintance with someone because I'm not willing to share my true life with them. You are a friend when (laughs) you know my bullshit and when I can feel 100% to be comfortable and talk about certain things with you. Like, for example, Keon pointed this out one time. I have this duality to me where I'm like, I'm an angel, but then you catch me real quick. I come slick with the tongue. I don't do that to everybody. (laughs) Oh, it'd be so covert, but so painful like oh don't even be expecting (laughs) it and it'd be funny because like she says it so innocently that it's almost a regular conversation and then you have to think about what she said and you're like wait hold on no she'll be like oh (laughs) keon your edges look like they disappearing what's going on like it's it's something like that you know what i mean (laughs) almost like she cares but then you're like wait bitch did you just roast the fuck out oh my god (laughs) your elbows are so dry like is that healthy like that's how she that's how she gets you <laughs> right or she'll be like eh, I, I i think they okay i'm like what or or no 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 she'll do this sound she'll be like mm. like and don't even say anything she just makes that sound it's like you know something is wrong when she goes mm. <laughs> exactly exactly um <laughs> So I have a question for you guys. How did quarantine change how you view or see friendships? Hmm. Well, in my case, I gained two new friends in quarantine. I always say this as a running joke, but it's also very true. I don't actively seek new people out to be my friend or to talk to people you can ask Leandra she would be like oh Sasha come meet my co-workers and I'm like why why do I need to talk to people <laughs> but 
during quarantine, I met Keon and I met Leandra's brother and it was magical and they adopted me. So that's how I, yeah, that's how my friendships happened. You just adopt me and I'm like, well, now you stuck with me forever. Yes. But, if you don't say, you know, you love her, she'd be like, say you love me. Like, you know, she, she going to get that love, whether she got to like take it or like it's voluntary. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. <laughs> Baby, you ain't it say it with so the right. Harsh. You ain't say it with the right tonality. Say it better. Okay, love you. I want that verver. Right. Y'all make it the tone like is all abusive. wrong. The syntax and the diction is all wrong. Say it right. <laughs> say okay. it more happy. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah. yeah. I think with quarantine, it helped me learn that one, I need to continue to speak with my friends, but two, it also helped me realize that not all friendships. I have to like speak to the person. I can still be friends with them and we can come back and it will still be fine. I don't need to actively talk to the person every single day. And I will still know that no matter what, if something goes wrong or if they need me or if I need them, uh, they got my back. As long as we aren't doing anything that requires us to like get hurt physically or die. Because remember when you asked me, Leandra, if you were in an abusive relationship with someone as big as The Rock, would I help you? And I told you I would call the cops and you got mad at me? <laughs> yes, because why are you not in there like Harley Quinn with a with a bat Louisville right. flugger oh swinging God. at this nigga? What? What you mean? Do we both want to hit the ground? We both not going to get up? No, no, no. Especially no, like because I know I'm weapon, dealing with a nigga. man. Listen, I'm going to get a wooden baseball bat I'ma hammer some nails through it and I'm pulling up. Period. Thank you, thank you, Keon. Why are we thank murdering you, people? Keon. I'm not, mur- I'm not no trying to murder him, nothing. but it's just that the fact that he's a man and there's like you know height and a testosterone, you know, differentiation between me and him. I know I gotta come in hard. Like I'm not stupid. I mean, I believe in you know equality <laughs> of this of the sexes and all that great stuff. But um. If, if sir is, you know, of the six feet range and he kind of stocky, I got to come in with something. Thank oh you. God. This girl said, I'll call the police for you. I'm like, but I'm getting beat up and I will sit there and call the police. I was like, sis, I still feel like you expect me to come in there and get hit, too. I didn't say you couldn't bring weapons, Sasha. You just weren't creative enough to think of it. All right. Listen. I'm gonna bring some like bleach and ammonia, jump on his back, put the cloth over his face, you know, chloroform him a little bit, <laughs> knock him out. Oh my God. Listen, I mean, at least that's not murder. You know, that's like less violent than the whole baseball bat with nails going through it. But, you know, we gonna figure it out. Mr. FBI agent, we sorry. Keon, mm-hmm. how did quarantines change the way you, you, you see or view friendships? Um... It's crazy. I mean, I've definitely been on the phone more. I realized that I really do just like talking to someone and having a voice, even if it's on the phone or like or on FaceTime while I work on things. It's just been nice. I feel like I've definitely got closer with my friends, even like Leandra. We were friends. We worked together. We hung out outside of work. I'm like maybe like one or two times, something like that. But I don't know. I just kind of became her guardian angel. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh my god, <laughs> I became her guardian angel, and that wouldn't have happened without quarantine because we were just talking so much. I mean, her mom adores me too. Like, her mom even gave me the title of her guardian angel. So like, <laughs> I feel like just the gem that I am 
would not have been revealed to the world and to Leandra had it not been for quarantine. Like, I'm a gem of a friend. Oh, God. And also, it gave me the opportunity to meet new people, i.e. Sasha. And because we talked on the phone so much, and it just, it, it was a good time. Honestly, I met Sasha before quarantine. I met her at a bar after work um, when I was with you Leandra. Did. And she pulled out pineapple vodka from her book bag in this bar. And I was like, okay, this is like my type of person. So <laughs> quarantine, quarantine just sort of reaffirms my initial feelings. But I did also learn that there are some people that I don't need to talk to every day. And not that I don't love them or I love them less, but it's just like, you know, let me take you in smaller doses. Um, it's mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I love you. You are fun. You are a good time. But I just, you know how like some people they just kind of have personalities that like drain you yeah Mm -hmm. like you love them like i said we love them and you are friends but it's just like after consecutive days of like being with each other you're just like all right i I can wait like four four days before i see them again so i can recharge (laughs) but yeah that's what i got well personally for me it reaffirmed my friendships um there was always this running gag that I was looking for a new friend everywhere I went with all of my friends. Mm-hmm. No matter. Uh, no like matter. I said, I'm a gem. <laughs> <laughs> You're annoying. Um, but there was always like this running gag with my friends. Like, ladies, always looking for a new friend. She's trying to replace that. So I'm like, no. But she I'm did. Add to the she did. It's me. <laughs> I'm dead. Oh no. <laughs> You're annoying. No, I did not replace any of my friends with Kian. But she be so on the phone with me like, all day, every day. So when is she talking to these other friends? Never. But <laughs> <laughs> I'm not talking to you. The fuck. Shut up. Anyways, and. So it just reaffirmed the friendships I already had. It, it like tightened up the friendships I already had. I feel like, um, like before quarantine, I would only talk to like my brother once a month, and we would just catch up, and then we wouldn't talk to each other for like another month. <clears throat> Everybody else I was talking to, but it just was like at certain times, you know what I mean? But because you're home all day, it just it just like kind of reaffirms what you already knew about the about these people about people and about who you choose as friends um but like Keon said it did it did make us become closer friends and I feel like I need to tell the story the reason why my mother gave her the title of guardian angel oh she really did she did I did not lie no 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 because you know I'm already the favorite so that's fine girl Sasha Sasha let me tell you something the favorite was T hold on First of all, Sasha, I hate to burst your bubble, but baby girl, <laughs> you've been replaced out with the old and with the new. Anyway, I'm speaking, also false because nobody took care of her baby the way I did in her time of need. So guardian angel so can I tell has my said story? what you say. I just told the story what you need to try to go and lie for. Anyways, anyways, <laughs> the reason you exaggerate so much, Kian. The wow. reason why she got this one day title that she's no, been no, dragging no. on for a couple of weeks. No, no, no. It's been months it's because now. I had a, it's that she's been dragging on for a month. I feel like when somebody <laughs> receives a title, it's never temporary. It's like, that's your title. You know what I mean? No. Yes. <laughs> this isn't a one night stand. This is a friendship. I'm your guardian angel. Like, 
Duh. <laughs> I had a heat stroke in public to the point where I I thought it was I thought it was a mini stroke. I couldn't feel my arms, my legs. I couldn't see. I couldn't hear. It was like blurred vision, blurred like hearing. Is it, it was kind of like. It was weird. Yeah, and so I and swooped I in there, right? She was wobbling. Guy. She was wobbling. I swooped in there. And I bench pressed her on my and shoulders and got her to safety. That's not what happened. That's not what happened at yes, all. It <laughs> is. She stood there standing next to me, asking if I was okay. And I couldn't, I was trying to talk, but it, like she couldn't understand what I was saying. And so I had like, obviously, I had like slurred speech too. I lost control of my bodily functions. And I finally came to, I had to go to the bathroom. So I walked over to where we were I bench we pressed her I took her all the way to the bathroom that's not true if if, um, if no with her on my <laughs> shoulders like a, no. like a dumbbell you know what I'm saying walked that's her to the bathroom happened. actually not walked but oh like I was low key jogging for real I didn't even know I was in this good of a shape you know I was kind of letting myself <laughs> go during quarantine she's so not so we she get did. to the bathroom so boom we get to the bathroom she's going Never did I gotta fight I gotta fight the doorman cause he like oh help your friend I'm like relax relax she's going through something so it was crazy like that's i was doing happened. so much yeah, i was basically mask on. i was basically wonder woman <laughs> no that's not what happened at all he just told me to put a mask on our other friend got it not even her our other friend got my mask while she was on the phone with my brother um resourcefulness and afraid and alone and oh, wait, hold on how did i, I become the, the victim how did i become the victim in the story like i'm scared afraid and, and alone <laughs> and i went to the bathroom cleaned myself up but you know did what i had to do in the bathroom and but keon did pay for my uber home which i do appreciate her i'm like a sugar mama and everything too i don't know how i'm broke but i'll be a sugar mama sometimes and a guardian angel <laughs> that's more accurate <laughs> And so I got home and my mother told me, she was like, listen, this has happened to you before. You had a heat stroke. I checked my temperature. I mean, I checked my blood pressure. And I relaxed and hydrated myself for like a week because I was out for a week, honestly. So that is how my mother gave. And then my mother, like, she made it kind of like a joke. It was a joke. No, she didn't. No, like, she didn't. She said, my baby got a, she said, it's like my baby got a guardian angel. Hee, hee, hee. No, so she it wasn't it. technically fully set. It wasn't fully it set was at all seriousness. Set. Why are you trying to strip me of my accolades? Like, no one's your time to strip will come. Your, accolades. your time will come. Like, Jesus. Guardian Angel got you, baby. No one is trying to strip you of your yes, accolades. Yes, you are. Like, why Don't are you trying, trying to, to strip me <laughs> from my achievements? My like, I'm just telling the truth because you be out here not telling the full story, like you know, with that I whole the air story. incident earlier. You want to, you so. wanna, first of all, you want to talk about how you bench pressed me? That's not even remotely true. I said shoulder press, not bench press. Whatever. Point is, I was nowhere, nowhere on your body. What, oh my okay, God. well maybe that was like you know a saying to describe no, how I was carrying was, no, no. the whole situation on my back. You know what I'm saying? No. That's what I was trying to say. Story. I was care. I like took this scary situation, put it on my back, and I handled it. Like that's what I was essentially saying. Okay, so yes, maybe it was exaggeration. Maybe it was you (laughs) not interpreting things correctly. Ladies, no, maybe it's you not saying things how you mean. Guardian angel is done with the conversation. What? Where? Where's my guardian angel? Here, our kids in Harlem. But no, the we're going instead of doing three questions. For the podcast, we're going to do one because I feel like this question is all-encompassing. So, ladies, ready? Yes. All right. So, I want to know, 
how do you hope our relationship will change in the next 10 years? So we all should like give our age and then at the time, how many years would that be? Well, I gotta give our age. Hold on, I'm so sorry. How many, wait, in how many years? You know I got goldfish 10 years, next 10 years. Oh, okay, okay. Oh my God. Hmm. How I hope our relationship changes. So as I'm young right now, unlike the other two on this podcast, I don't mind saying my age. I'm 22 going on 23. Disrespect. Um, Trifling. The middle-aged, immature people, relax. (laughs) You know, by the time I'm 33, you know, hopefully I will have like a, a, a bunch of different businesses and, you know, maybe I will be at this point where it's like, I could retire by 40 if I wanted to. So I would write a book and I would be able to go to Sasha, not only as a close friend, but like, yo, let's let's do some business now. Like we're at this point where we can, you know, we did what we said we wanted to do when we were younger. Mm -hmm. So I hope that we remain closer. I hope that we're still communicating effectively and we can just be brutally honest with each other without it turning into arguments or without Yeah, I just kind of hope we're all on the same page still, you know? Yeah. And I don't want us to grow apart. Aww. Yeah. Um, well, I'm 25, and in 10 years, (gasps) I will be 35. Old. So how I hope our relationship changes is I hope we do get closer, all of us. I hope we get, you know, closer um, and emotional. Um, I hope that we can, like, always come to each other for everything or every anything oh there are times where we're still there for each other where we're still like physically you know there for each other as well like i'm the type of person that like if you live far away and you got a, a serious i will jump on a plane for you so hopefully oh. you know that's why relationship comes to oh my god that's who i am um so she um, stays like that money, we're, honestly money. we're all successful i want us all to win because you know uh i plan on having this like high class bougie lifestyle <laughs> and my friends have to be successful too like i can't be the only one at the dinner table with a birkin right dang we don't want birkins we want telfar we celebrate in and idolizing black brands. Uh, I don't know a lot about fashion brands, so I don't know what that is either. We know, we know. I've seen what you be wearing in the FaceTimes. I know. The disrespect. Oh my God. (laughs) 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 Asshole. Where would you lay? But. I got roasted. I don't even want to talk no more. In the next 10 years, I have no friends. (laughs) They're all mean. Wow. Wow. um, So the next 10 years, I'm going to be 38. So hopefully by then. Yeah, I'm going to be old as shit. Right. Y'all going to have to be dealing with a lot. No. Menopause starts at like 50. Same thing. She damn near there. Oh my god. Oh Jesus. Sasha getting AARP cards hey, in the they mail. They get discounts on food though. This bad. Oh, <laughs> anyway, so I'm hoping by then I'll have already been really deep into my career. Uh, possibly starting a family. Uh, and yeah. Oh, kids right. on purpose. Right. <laughs> 
That's how, oh my God, people were talking about having kids on purpose. That makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> but that means y'all gonna have to watch them. Go to Auntie Leandra, go to Auntie Keon. Oh, oh Auntie Keon can come through with the gifts after she comes from her vacation <laughs> and like Asian right. or some shit. But like, that, that's what I said. Like watching them? I'll, co- I'll, come, from, I'll come from Milan and drop some off, some gifts <laughs> off and go back. I mean, they could be in the house doing their thing while I'm doing my thing so long as they're not touching and breaking uh, stuff. Hopefully, I can't guarantee that. But, like, actively being actively being involved with them, that's <laughs> What that's kind of friendship is this? Oh, my God. That I like kids. No, it's... Uh, okay. So, yeah, I feel that... Miss me with them kids. <laughs> I don't know. I feel that our relationship will be... It will change, obviously, because, you know, once the global pandemic is over, we will have to re- readjust our lives again to suit what's going on. Because 2021, God knows. Who knows what's going to happen then? We don't know what's going to happen in November. Listen, we'll see what happens. But I forgot to even think about kids in my 10-year plan. That's, ooh, <laughs> oops. <laughs> well, oh my god yeah I don't want kids either so you, it's you can it's not even that it's just Sasha. like am I ready to like will I ever be ready to like let my body go cause I just I already know like I'm gonna get mad stretch marks which is fine stretch marks are normal but then I'm gonna get that raisin stomach you know what I'm talking about where it be like that excess skin from like when the baby was there I already know I'm gonna get the raisin stomach or like you know at the bottom where it starts to like split in the middle like a little butt that like that lower tire I know I'm gonna get that no offense to my mama, but you know, my, my body closely mirrors hers. Um, I'm gonna get some hips finally. Finally, so I can stop looking like a little boy at the bottom. But oh my god. Will I ever be ready to let this thing go? You know what I'm saying? No, I understand. Um, listen, everybody has their own views. I've had a mom body my whole life. I'm not ready oh. for it to look even more <laughs> oh. like it. Damn. I just I can't I can't like I'm ready for the BBL like in 10 years I want a Brazilian butt lift by the time that comes around so really? I'm gonna show my new ass to people I'm crying make sure the thighs match <laughs> you're annoying <laughs> she says it's all hers while her thighs don't match I mean listen if you're gonna do it do it right don't have that no, ant right, body at right. the bottom. You're right. No, you're right. You're right. You're right. Yes. No, they be having, sure a small, they be having a small frame at the top and then the hips just be looking like Barbie doll hips. Yeah, but that's because they don't get it catered to their body. They get it catered to someone else's body. That's on what their I body. said. It's Do weird. it right. Yeah, no, obviously. I'm going to make it look right. I'm not out here trying to look fake, even though it is. <laughs> All right, guys. This has been the fifth it. episode of Black and Bougie, the podcast. I am Leandra. And this is Sasha. And Keon, please let everyone know where we can find you. You guys can find me on YouTube at Keon Smith, K-Y-O-N-N-E Smith, or on Instagram at It's Keon, K-E-Y-A-H-N. Yes. Have a good one, guys. Deuces. Bye.